You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Well, hello, listeners. It's the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. The day is the 7th of August 2019. It's Thursday. We're recording live out of the Baxter booth in the heart of the Channel Country. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? I'm all right, mate. And, of course, Wendell Hussey, the Sylvia Jeffries of the Diamantina Shire, who's going to be reading us the headlines. How are you, mate? Doing very well, Clancy. We may as well start in national news this week, and the trials and tribulations of the former Deputy Prime Minister, Barnaby Joyce, have made plenty of headlines. He came out recently explaining that he's been doing it pretty tough financially. So tough that he has to fill his Commonwealth car up with E10. That is pretty, pretty tough. That's a low, you know, that I think someone like Barnaby Joyce, who obviously is a big fan of fossil fuels, E10 would have really, really hurt him. Yeah, and especially because I know that he does have a Land Cruiser, so he's obviously downgraded from the turbo diesel to the petrol model, which is heavily frowned upon. Oh, definitely. Yeah, despite raking in $211,000 a year on his parliamentary salary, and much more in previous years... Barnaby is really struggling at the moment, and we wrote a few more stories about him over the last week or so. Following that one I just mentioned, there was Barnaby Joyce caught purchasing two kilos of rump steak as brown onions at self-serve checkout. Yes, yeah, a cheeky little university student trick there. There were a couple more. You know, poor old Barnaby reveals that he's forced to smoke Horizon Red 50s instead of his usual Peter Stuyvesant's unfiltered. Things got worse. Barnaby was forced to borrow a mate's phone to call ScoMo. After his phone ran out of credit. And when he was trying to unwind a little later that night, poor Barnaby was forced to watch iView after his ex-missus changed the Netflix password. However, he did bounce back and was first in line the next morning with a big haul at the Tamworth Return and Earn. Yes, the side hustling didn't stop there. Barnaby messaged his friends and family with an exciting multi-layered residual income opportunity. He also whacked the promo code on his Instagram bio for new teeth whitening. And, uh, of course, that was... Separate from the pyramid scheme, it's worth mentioning. Following that revelation, it was confirmed that Tamworth Rivers is getting a lot more love from Barnaby than he ever showed to the Murray-Darling Rivers. Later on that Arvo, Barnaby Joyce was caught mind-sweeping empties at the pub in a new low. Yes, that is fairly low. Of course, on the way home, he was rushed by media and quickly logged out of the Uber driver app. He seems to be looking for work wherever he can find it, mate. Things are grim. He's got six dependents, two households effectively. Next morning... He was caught on his coffee run buying a 7-Eleven using Afterpay. He said it was great. I can just pay this back in four twenty-five cents repayments over the next fortnight. And just when everyone thought things couldn't get any worse for the former Deputy Prime Minister, Barnaby was forced to sell his blue Mufasa Ushi to pay bills before finally Uncle Tony X dropped him a line saying, I got a job for you, my nephew. So hopefully things are looking up for Barn. It is worth noting they did make the claims in solidarity with those on Newstart. He said if he can't make ends meet as an accountant on 210k a year, how can someone on $30 a day? It is a classic Barnaby move, though. You know, his heart was in the right place, but ultimately he just fucked everything up mm. again. Shot himself in the foot again. Moving right on from the Barnaby series, and this week the country chalked up a major milestone. Australia enjoys another peaceful day under oppressive gun control regime. Yes, due to the nation's controversial and oppressive gun restrictions, brought in by Howard, of course, in the late 90s, no one has died in Australia as a result of a mass shooting from an automatic or semi-automatic weapon for the 8,000th 
499th day in a row. And that might be something for the home of the brave and the land of the shot to think about, as we do have plenty of nerdy white indoor cats who play computer games. They just don't have access to military-grade firearms. One of our valued readers did comment on that story with an interesting perspective, though. Georgie Kantorovsky was his name, and he said that he doesn't think it's the oppressive gun control regime that's responsible for the lack of deaths, but the fact that we have a far better thoughts and prayers system in place. Mm, That same system obviously didn't come to the rescue of Cardinal George Pell, did it? No, no, it definitely didn't. And actually, thoughts and prayers are being trialled right now at recognising neo-Nazi extremists that you refuse to believe exist, but we'll see how it goes. In other news now, and a nation that somehow fucked up an online census is now keen on giving nuclear power a whirl. Yes, nuclear is back on the table, even though the critics and scientists have warned against this idea, with some pointing out that a country that can't even manage to roll out a decent broadband network during a mining boom probably shouldn't go any fucking where near nuclear power. Well, I think we should be okay just as long as we don't build the power plant beside the coast, as we saw what happened in Fukushima, or it isn't built by a Labor government and operated by a Labor government, as we saw what happened in uh, Chernobyl. Mm. Wendell. Last story this week, and back home in town now, a 19-year-old returning from a six-week European Kentucky, pretty much an alcoholic now. Ha ha. <laughs> Yes, ah, the young fellow is enjoying himself, but apparently his liver is caning because he has been hitting it so hard uh, on the back of the bus. What's his name? Tony, I think it was. Tony. Tony did reveal that he managed to see the Coliseum uh, in between hangovers, and it was a great little toilet break on his way through Italy. Yeah, well, maybe he has the definition of an alcoholic confused by what it actually means. Yes, I think uh, he's actually just talking about being a mad cunt. Being a loose unit. Now, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Until next week, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Gladys Overall. And I'm Errol Park. Goodbye.